Good morning and welcome to Sunday Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. This morning we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Advent. The program for this Mass is available for download online at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. As we begin this liturgy, we invite you to rise and to join in singing our entrance hymn, number 652 in the St. Michael hymnal found in the pews, number 652, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. How welcome, how welcome all of you are at America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral, this morning of Christmas Eve, the fourth Sunday of Advent. In just a couple hours, we'll get rid of these purple vestments, we'll move the Advent wreath, and we won't have to listen to O Come, O Come, Emmanuel anymore for another year so that we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily. Preparing ourselves for the mystery and message of Christmas, we call to mind our sins and ask for the mercy that Jesus, our Messiah, came to bring. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christ eleison, Christ eleison, Kyrie eleison. 
let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Oh, thanks, Mario. Ah, here we are. <coughs> A reading from the second book of Samuel. When King David was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from his enemies on every side, he said to Nathan the prophet, here I am living in a house of cedar while the ark of God dwells in a tent. Nathan answered the king, go do whatever you have in mind for the Lord is with you. But that night, the Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go, tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, should you build me a house to dwell in? It was I who took you from the pasture and from the care of the flock to be commander of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you went and I have destroyed all your enemies before you. And I will make you famous like the great ones of the earth. I will fix a place for my people, Israel. I will plant them so that they may dwell in their place without further disturbance. Neither shall the wicked continue to afflict them as they did of old. Since the time I first appointed judges over my people, Israel, I will give you rest from all of your enemies. The Lord also reveals to you that he will establish a house for you. And when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your ear after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. The word of the Lord. Thank you. 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, to him who can strengthen you, according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret for long ages, but now manifested through the prophetic writings and according to the command of the eternal God, made known to all nations to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The word of the Lord. to me according to your word. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overwhelm you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has conceived a son in her old age, And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. 
Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. time of the year we often reminisce, right? Get a little nostalgic and think of the beauties of Christmas past. So this morning, this fourth Sunday of Advent, would you let me take you back a bit on a little trip down memory lane to get us ready for the feast that will commence in just a matter of hours? I'm, uh, I want to go back even further than Bethlehem. I want to go back to the Garden of Eden. Actually, I have two, two scenarios in mind to go back to. And the first is all the way back to Eve in the Garden of Eden, where all of this sin and salvation story began. You ready? The Garden, of Eden, there, the Garden of Eden, there we have a woman, Eve, a virgin, extraordinarily close to the law, to the Creator, chosen to be the mother of the human race. What else we got in the Garden of Eden? Well, we have God revealing His will to Eve, a complete freedom just please don't eat the fruit of the tree of good and evil. Then we have an angel, remember? This time a nasty angel, Lucifer, Satan, in the form of a serpent tempting Eve, the first woman, to disobey God. And we have Adam and Eve rejecting God's plan and the long reign of sin and selfishness and darkness and death commences as that original sin takes place in the Garden of Eden. And I ask you, my brothers and sisters, on this fourth Sunday of Advent, what happens then? God could have given up. He could justly have said, hey, I tried. I gave them everything and they rejected me to hell with them. It could have been all over. But you and I have a God of second chances. You and I have a Lord who will never give up on us as people. And we have a God who began to sing in the Garden of Eden it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And his plan of redemption and salvation for us commenced. Now there's the first stop on my little trip down memory lane this Christmas Eve morning, this fourth Sunday of Advent. And let's fast forward to the episode that we have recounted in this morning's Gospel that of the Annunciation, the Annunciation to the Blessed Mother. Now we have another woman, don't we? Also favored by God, also a virgin, a woman named Mary. Again, we have an angel, right? As we did in the Garden of Eden. This time, a good angel called Gabriel, encouraging this new Eve, to be humble and obedient to God's revealed will. Once again, we have fruit, not the fruit 
the apple from the tree of good and evil, but the fruit of thy womb. Once again, we have a tree, not the tree in the Garden of Eden, but the reality of the tree that looms over the entire life of Christ, a tree on a hill called Calvary, which would become his cross. And unlike, unlike that first Eve, our second Eve, the new Eve named Mary, answers yes. And the long reign of sin and selfishness and darkness and death is over, as it indeed, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, as God the Son, the second person of the most blessed Trinity, the eternal word takes on flesh and is incarnate in the womb of the new Eve. As grace and love and light and life triumph in a restored creation as we await the birth of the second Adam, whose name is Jesus, from the new Eve, whose name is Mary. My brothers and sisters, we've got a God of second chances. We've got a Lord who will not take no for an answer. We've got a God who sends us Gabriels, not Lucifers. We've got a God who had Christmas in mind from that very first fault. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived by the Holy Spirit, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one, holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, amen. Let us pray. For Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are traveling to visit family or friends over the holidays, that they may be kept safe from harm as they share the joy and love of the season, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer for peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and in the Holy Land, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
for accident victims and for all the sick. We remember especially Susan O'Dell of the Cathedral Choir. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We seek the powerful intercession of Mary, our mother, the second Eve, of St. Gabriel, the archangel, of St. Joseph, her spouse, and of St. John the Baptist, the patron of Advent. As we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord, sacrifice in yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Holy Spirit, O Lord, sanctify these gifts upon your altar, just as he filled with his power the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with, with your spirit. spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. 
Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for all the oracles of the prophets foretold him. The Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when at last he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity so that he may find us watchful in prayer, exultant in his praise, with angels and archangels, thrones, dominions, the hosts and powers of heaven. We sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.
pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
please join in singing our communion hymn, number 609 in the hymnal, number 609, Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence. Let us pray. Having, having received this pledge of eternal redemption, we pray, Almighty God, that as the feast of our salvation draws ever so near, we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration this evening and tomorrow of the mystery of your Son's nativity who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Through the intercession of Mary, our mother, St. Joseph, her spouse, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Good idea. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 615 in the hymnal, number 615, Lift Up Your Heads. Lift up your heads. 